We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> well, we are learning... <laughs> He'll be stewing the rest of the day now. <laughs> ...a lot more about the what went down early Friday morning in the Pelosi home in San Francisco. Uh, this man, Brian DePape, de, de I guess you pronounce DePape? That's what Alex Stone says. Alex Stone's my hero. I follow whatever he says. Okay, that's uh, that's one thing you could do. Uh, <laughs> the Department of Justice has filed federal kidnapping and assault charges against this man. Um, he, of course, is uh, accused of attacking Paul Pelosi with a hammer after breaking into the Pelosi home in Pacific Heights. Uh, charged with the assault on an immediate family member of a federal official. An attempted kidnapping of a federal official. That's why the feds got involved. There's also state charges that came down this afternoon as well against this man. But um, I'm looking at the, the latest El Segundo Times story, John. Have you seen it? Uh, it does have some uh, new details. Uh, he says he, he confessed. He broke through a glass door using a hammer. Paul Pelosi was in bed, appeared surprised. Uh, DePape told him uh, to wake up. I'm looking for Nancy. Pelosi said, she's not here. Well, then we'll wait for her. <laughs> okay. Um, she's not here. Can I go back to bed? Uh, he told her, he told him that he, she won't be here for several days, but uh, we'll sit and wait. So that's when Pelosi decides he needs an excuse and he sneaks out to use the bathroom and he makes this 911 call. Why didn't he stay locked in the bathroom? Yeah, maybe he could have done that. That's what I would have Except done. the guy might come in there and hammer his way in. Oh, by the way. Yeah, but it it, it slows him down. But he might be agitated and want to be Yeah, I know, but, but being in the room with him, he's one swing away from killing you. I guess he thought if this guy's serious and wants to wait for Nancy, if he keeps him calm, I'm going to have to turn this into a confrontation by nah, that's uh, a bad idea. locking myself in the bathroom. Either, I mean, he's 82. He can't probably run very fast with a guy swinging a hammer. But if 
you got a door between you. Well, now the one that the <laughs> the progressive anti MAGA media really picked up on was that uh, DePape uh, took out zip ties. Dad, yeah, anybody remember the zip tie story from the no? But what's the zip no. tie reference? Is that supposed uh, to be January sixth? Oh, geez. did you know that a lot of the protesters no. had zip ties with oh, them? They were yeah, going to tie right. up the politicians. Oh, for God's sake, stop it! No, yeah, they love that you, one. You know what? The, the story because the, he had plenty of left wing beliefs too. So why don't we put all that aside? It didn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He, Michael Schellenberger, who we've talked about on the air many times, he has a lot of brilliant analysis on homelessness and uh, climate change, and he wrote a piece. And the Pelosi attack suspect was a psychotic homeless addict. That's the beginning and end of this. This guy has been on so many bizarre drugs along with his uh, girlfriend, companion, and other people in his commune uh, encampment in Berkeley. And all they did was take crazy drugs. They were under all sorts of uh, schizophrenic hallucinations. And they were screaming into the night like wolves. Said that's what the neighbors said. They were constantly acting out screaming. So it's a drug psychosis that is allowed by the governments of Berkeley and San Francisco. In a in a in a normal world, police would have confiscated these people and put them away. I bet you there was a felony occurring almost every day on their property between uh, DePappy and uh, his uh, crazy uh, girlfriend. So if you wanted to get rid of the threat. They could have done it easily. Instead, they embrace the drug-induced psychosis, and eventually he goes after Paul Pelosi. Uh, that, that's the root of the problem. It's Berkeley allowing this guy to exist in freedom. Well, uh, the narrative here gets very interesting with these new details. San Francisco Dispatch gets a call at 2.23 a.m. from Paul Pelosi from the home. He says there's a man inside the home, and the man was waiting for Nancy Pelosi. Now, DePepe told police in a separate interview that once he was inside the home, he wanted to tie up Paul Pelosi so he could sleep because he was tired from having to carry this backpack. That's when he took out the zip ties. But Pelosi moved to another part of the house. DePepe allegedly stopped him. They went back into the bedroom. Paul Pelosi went into the bathroom where they were talking, called 911. And DePepe said he felt like Pelosi's actions compelled him to respond, that there was no way the police were going to forget about that call. He said he stayed. He knew about the 911 call, but he stayed because like the American founding fathers with the British, he was fighting against tyranny without the option of surrender. Mm -hmm. So when the police get there at 2.31 a.m., DePape said that he and Paul Pelosi had gone downstairs to the front door and Paul Pelosi opened the door for police. And that's when uh, Paul Pelosi uh, grabbed the hammer out of DePape's hand to which DePape responded, I'm not going to surrender. I'll go through Paul Pelosi if I have to. And that's when the cops opened the door. They saw the both of them holding the hammer. We've heard that from the beginning. And well, uh, and what was the police's command? To drop officers, the hammer? No, officers, <laughs> officers asked the men, what's happening here? To which DePape responds, everything's good. And police said, now drop the hammer. And that's when he pulled it from Pelosi and hit him in the head. We've got some. Did, did Pelosi let it go, or did? Uh, well, he's DePappy... eighty-two, and the Papi's forty-two. I think he yeah. just had more strength to grab the hammer from the old guy. Maybe why didn't they shoot the Papi right away? The, the... 
That's right. Shoot. No, so. I just shoot him in the foot. It's like, you know, clearly he was going to win the hammer battle, and then he'd, he'd, he'd have an opportunity to use it. Shouldn't the, the first reaction to be, like, just shoot him in the leg? You're always supposed to give commands first before you fire. Yeah, but... Drop look, the hammer. But look at this. Pelosi easily could have died. I, ju- Pepe, I, I, I just didn't understand the response there. And the story that's making news this afternoon is DePepe said, once I get Nancy here... If she tells the truth, I'll let her go. But if she lies, I'm going to break her kneecaps Mm -hmm. so she can go back to Congress in a wheelchair and they'll learn. Okay. Now, we have, I guess we'll take a break first because we have new audio about the hammer fight or the hammer struggle from the uh, district attorney of San Francisco, Brooke Jenkins, the lady that took over for Chase Bowden. I want to see, and I hope somebody finds it, uh, not only his rap sheet, but how many times police were called to his uh, cesspool uh, because they were they were molesting and abusing children there regularly, in addition to all the crazy drugs and shouting and violence. Right. So I'd like I'd like to see the call sheet on how many times they showed up at their. Uh... And and by the way, it didn't seem like either one of them worked. How did how did they pay for their uh, for their dump that they lived in? <laughs> did we pay for that? Is that all our welfare money? He remember he made hemp jewelry. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot. You can sell that at little fairs sure. and shows. Yeah, I don't. Why didn't I do that? Deborah Mark has some hemp jewelry. Uh, I do not. She smoked okay. it, <laughs> but she takes gummies or something. Or I that. take. Yes, I do. I take gummy edibles. Uh, Deborah All Mark. Right. Well, uh, when we come back, keyword is first, John. You're, oh, you're ready yeah. for that? Yeah, you have yeah, your yeah. paper prepared? Yeah, I'm already. With the instructions? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. People could win money. Bonus and uh, inflation bonus cash. And then we'll play this audio of the DA of San Francisco about the hammer struggle. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right. Uh, we have an excerpt of a statement made this afternoon by the San Francisco DA, Brooke Jenkins. She is handling the state charges against Brian DePepe the man who attacked Paul Pelosi in the Pelosi home in San Francisco. The feds have already charged him, but the state charges are being carried out by the San Francisco DA. Uh, We excerpted a couple of minutes where she details the struggle over the hammer that supposedly occurred between Paul Pelosi and DePape. Here we go. Mr. DePape specifically targeted the Pelosi home to confront Speaker Pelosi. He forced his way into the home through a rear glass door by breaking that glass. The defendant made his way upstairs to the second floor of the home, locating Mr. Pelosi in his bed sleeping. He woke him up, confronting him about the whereabouts of Speaker Pelosi. Mr. Pelosi, who was sleeping, was wearing a loose-fitting pajama shirt and boxer shorts. He was forced to get out of bed, and at some point during that encounter, Mr. Pelosi attempted to access the elevator in the home, which has a phone. The defendant then blocked Mr. Pelosi's access to that elevator. It was at some point after that Mr. Pelosi asked to go to the bathroom, which is where he was able to call 911 from his cell phone. The defendant, realizing that Mr. Pelosi had called 911, took Mr. Pelosi downstairs near the front door of the residence. Two police officers arrived at the front door two minutes after that 911 call. When that door was opened, 
the defendant was holding his hammer, which Mr. Pelosi appeared to be attempting to control by holding a portion of that hammer. The defendant then pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently struck him in the top of his head. The police then immediately apprehended the defendant. What we also have learned is that the defendant brought to the location of the Pelosi residence a second hammer as well as zip ties, rope, and a roll of tape. Yeah, supposedly, DePepe did have the hammer with him the entire time during his conversation with so, Paul Pelosi. So it was so, his own hammer. So Pelosi just grabbed it, uh, a, like a piece of it, and didn't, yes. didn't really have control on it. No. So as soon as the cops said to put the hammer down, yeah, I the guess cop- DePepe knew it's about over, so i got to get something out of this. I'm yeah. going to slam him in the head. Cops should have blasted his ankles right away. They, uh, I'm <laughs> serious. It's nice of you to go for the ankles. I'm I, serious. He's lucky if he only had the, his ankles uh, blasted. Uh, officers searched DePepe's backpack, found a roll of tape, a hammer, white rope, a pair of rubber and cloth gloves, and a journal. And then they oh. also found the zip ties in the bedroom. I bet you that's good reading. They, uh, now, John, there's psych- apparently psychosis um, journal. a couple of security guards who worked in the neighborhood near the Pelosi home who say that the person they saw approach the home was dressed all in black. He was not in his underwear. Oh, so that, that's that's that, made the rounds, too, that he was in his underwear, the attacker. DePepe. And where'd that come from? Paul Pelosi was in his boxer shorts, as you just heard, but he was sleeping, so... Where did that come from? Well, well, the world we live in now. That, that's why, uh, you know, the rumor spread that it was uh, a male prostitute. Sounded like the, these two guys were uh, in their underwear uh, dan- dancing at 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, also, DePepe didn't actually live, John, in that Berkeley house with the left-wing flags and the LGBTQ rainbow flag. He was living in Richmond in the garage of a home. I had read the other day it was a storage unit, but who, I guess who, who take? Well, then I maybe maybe he was moving around because the neighbors say that you know he was living there at times, and then he would go into his school bus that was out parked out in front of the house. And maybe, yeah, I mean people like this yeah, don't really have a home; they just they're lay down wherever's handy. Of right? Of course, you know some he's days ha- he'll probably hang out there. Some days he'll hang out in this garage. His some uh, days. girlfriend was in prison. Yes, so, uh, Gypsy I, Taub was in, is still in prison, right? For, she did uh, an interview with a television station in the Bay Area, and it came from a prison here she, in, in Corona, actually. There's also some news outlets wondering if uh, uh, Pape was an illegal alien. <laughs> from Come Canada. On. No, from Canada. Oh, he is originally from British Columbia. That's right. true. So it says he uh, crossed the border 20 years ago to pursue a relationship. Uh, oh, illegally, and, huh? Well, when you cross the border from Canada, you get six months here. And, oh, I see, right. And then like a maximum ext- extension is another six months. Then you have to go back. Unless, of course, you grow, go through the paperwork and the channels to become either a green card, legal resident, or get citizenship. Um, you have to have a parent or you have to marry a U.S. citizen. You know, those are Those are the ways you're allowed to stay. So they have to find out and see what his what his actual status was. It's an amazing, I mean, not amazing because it's Nancy Pelosi we're talking about, but uh, 
the ideological divide in the way pe people are writing this story is very fascinating. Oh. The Times wants to make sure you understand that this is just a right-wing crazy, and that's the danger that's out there from the MAGA people, the QAnon people. Yeah, I know. I'm and sorry. now the other side is like, oh, no, this was a sex thing, and he's okay. an illegal alien. And but, but, all right, but here's in the, in the real world. But you got it right. Like, he's just a crazy, whacked-out, drugged-out and, and bum. And 90% <laughs> of the people know that that's the story. Is that he I was think so, a crazy, yeah. uh, you know, whacked out, psychotic bum? Yeah, yeah. A, a, a guy whose brain is fried from all the hallucinogenic drugs he's taken. And this is what the problem is in this whole country right now. You have all these jackasses in politics and in media arguing over is he right wing? Is he left wing? Is this uh, uh, like a January 6th insurrection? No. Normal people? Normal people are pissed off that bacon costs twice as much as it used to. <laughs> I'm pissed off that gas is $2.50 more than on the East Coast. I don't care what his political beliefs are. He should have been put away decades ago because he's a psychotic, child-abusing drug addict. But Berkeley and San Francisco wouldn't put him away, so now he got loose to whack Paul Pelosi in the head. That's on the Berkeley government and the San Francisco government. They're at fault. Because just in three days' worth of news, we've gotten a clear picture that this guy was a, a public menace for quite some time. I mean, he and his girlfriend were abusing children, and everybody in the neighborhood knew it. Yeah, so that's, that's the problem is the psycho man was allowed to run loose. People are going to vote on the price of gas and the price of food. That's what they're going to vote on. They're not going to vote on whether uh, it was a right-wing or a left-wing coop that wanted a kneecap uh, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, can you come back to reality? Well, apparently he was busy blogging in the last two months, September and October, hundreds of blog posts that were just uh, yeah. unbelievable stuff about right. uh, against Jews, black people, Democrats, sure. the media, transgenders. Every single Mass killer, school shooter, same thing. Left behind posts online, which you could sum up the message as, I'm psycho, I'm psycho, I'm psycho, I'm going to kill somebody. And it's always ignored. And even when they actually commit crimes in public in front of the whole neighborhood, they're still not bothered. Well, that's life in Berkeley. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's Bill Malusian. From uh, Fox, who says David DePap is an illegal alien. How about that? A, a Canadian illegal alien. A longtime visa overstayer. <laughs> Deport him. That's right. There you go. After he serves his prison time. You know, if... if, if uh, Wait, though. We're a sanctuary state. It's not going to happen. You know what? See? If Pelosi had uh, passed laws to enforce deportation, mm. would have saved her husband from getting the hammer. You're right. You know? So, you wonder if this guy ever... Do we know if this guy has a record? Has he ever been involved in law enforcement before with all his drug problems? And do we know? We didn't look into I, that, did I, we? I, then I, they should have deported him. That's when you I, find out that he's well, not here legally. I mean, he's taking psychotic drugs out in public, screaming and shouting into the night. He's abusing children. He's an illegal alien for 20 years. What does it take to arrest a guy, put him in prison, or send him back to Canada? What does it take? Oh, well. And then they distract us with all their right-wing, left-wing nonsense. We got the uh, voter guide on the website for you to use. Uh, we're 
Uh, people are doing early voting in person. Sean's not going to do that. He's waiting until Election Day. Well, look look what happened in Pennsylvania. I completed my ballot. It's about to be mailed, or not mailed, but dropped in those steel boxes. Oh. What happened in Pennsylvania? Oh, John Fetterman, right? How many how many people watch that oh, Fetterman oh. debate and goes, oh, geez, I voted for him? But what would I be voting on in, in California that would have something like that that could happen? Well, we don't know. Newsom has a... I'm not voting for Newsom anyway, so... (laughs) Maybe not Newsom. I don't know. That's why you wait till the end. I think if you're going to vote for Newsom, let's wait till the end because maybe something will have like a breakdown and really be crazy and criminal. Uh, I don't think that cult, this cult here in California, would vote for him even if he was acting like uh, DePappy. He could be running around naked screaming into the night and people would still reelect him. It is possible that by election day, Rick Caruso will have spent $108 million to win the mayor's race. And I say, good, if that's what it takes to get somebody that can help turn around this disgusting, dirty city. Why not? If people are that resistant to reality, then you have to spend $100 million to hammer it into their brains that uh, it's out of control out there. I mean, I I, I know this. I, I know this one thing. If he wins this election, but in four years from now, people are saying, oh, why'd you support him? He was terrible. Believe me, Karen Bass is going to be a lot worse if she wins this election. That's all there is. Hey. Simple. Maybe Caruso can't move the needle that much because there's so much entrenched problems in this stupid city. But honestly, if you if you put Bass in there, it's hey. going to be dirtier. It's uh, I, really it's the Caruso Construction Company against the Bass Construction Company. <laughs> yes. What do you think is going to do better? Not who's going to be perfect, not who's going to be a miracle worker. Who's going to do better? Those are the two choices. You want the Caruso police showing up or the Karen Bass uh, clown car of uh, social workers showing up? When when there's a guy in your living room with a hammer, who do you want coming? (laughs) Caruso's cops or Bass's cops? Um, The Times did one of those stories, why L.A.'s ban on homeless encampments near schools, daycare has become a heated election issue. Uh, As you know, the pathetic city council finally voted not that long ago to ban encampments near certain locations. Schools. Uh, Yeah. Originally, you had to have each council district apply for banning the homeless out of certain locations, and they all had to agree and vote on it. They got rid of that for a wider ordinance. Uh, The story starts out actually in a good light. Echo Park resident Stan Gale was going to move out of L.A., 66-year-old chiropractor, hearing screaming and gunfire in the middle of the night on Glendale Boulevard, where a homeless encampment occupied both sides of the street. Thieves broke into his car, ripped out his mailbox, stole packages from the front steps. The problems disappeared after Council Member Mitchell Farrell designated the area as a no-encampment zone. I'm not Mr. I Love Politicians, but Mitch did this, said Gale. And as you know, Mitchell Farrell is the one that got Echo Park Lake cleared out, too. Yeah. Um, he and apparently is supposedly a proponent of using the law. He's designated 18 locations in Hollywood, Silver Lake, and other neighborhoods off limits to tents. But he's probably going to be defeated by a communist, Hugo Soto-Martinez, who's posing in the picture with Jane Fonda. Does that tell you all you need to know? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> he is another Democrat socialist. He does not like this encampment law. And what he does, he uses the Biden line. Oh, it's just going to move people from one neighborhood to the other. Uh, uh, There's well, so, no good doing it. Wait, wait a second. So you don't move them away from schools? <laughs> I mean, if you can't... Daycare camp- centers? I'm, I'm sorry. 
if you cannot campaign and win on moving child molesters away from schools, then there really is something wrong with you. Those guys are schizophrenic, drug addict, child molesters, crazy people, and they're in front of schools where eight-year-olds are trying to get in. They're defecating, urinating, vomiting, shooting up, uh, snorting meth, shooting up heroin, passing out fentanyl to the kids. You can't win an election based on that? Come on. You must be the most feeble, foolish politician that God ever created. How do you not win on that? And of Who, course, who's the, the guy... constituency voting for that? Who? The guy in your council race, this attorney Aaron Darling, also doesn't like it. He calls it whack-a-mole. You'll just be moving the homeless that, from place to place. They all use that talking point because they don't want to get them off the street. And they don't want to get them away from children. Okay? They've all got their clever talking point. I'm not going to argue their stupid talking point. I'm going to say this. I don't want all these psychotic, drug-using child molesters to be in front of my kid's school. You do, Aaron Darling? You got a kid. You'd send. See, the thing is, these people send their kids to private schools. Yes. See, is... there are a bunch of phony hypocrites. Aaron Darling is going to sentence little kids to walk that gauntlet every day. Who the hell does he think he is? And you can't campaign and beat that kind of evil, that kind of psychotic behavior. He's well, crazier than than uh, De Poppy. His opponent is Tracy Park, who not only says she would use the law, but she would widen it to cover areas at risk of wildfire and, oh, my favorite, sensitive ecological areas like the Bologna wetlands, which we've talked yeah, about. There you go. And Infinitum on this show has got a bunch of dirty RVs parked there. Yeah, filled with criminal crazy people. People making meth I, and honestly, causing fires a couple wh times. Why is this so difficult? 99% of the country lives without any of this stuff. What is it about you know, the West Side, uh, Echo Park. What is it about the people there? How, how have you not carried all these people out and dragged them into the ocean? I, I just, I, I'm, I'm baffled by the people out here. It is not like this in most places around the country. Even, even in Oregon, in Portland, which is a, a sewer, they're having a revolt. And, and they might uh, uh, kick out the Democrats out of the governor's office for the first time in 40 years. Even in Portland which is farther gone than here. I just don't understand. In fact, I'm not asking for a Republican. Just vote for somebody who says, no, we're not going to have an encampment of, of, of homeless crazies in front of a freaking elementary school. That's a, that's a debate. That's an issue. You actually have to create arguments to, to make your case. Really? This is how far we're gone. we've gone. I know. We haven't waited on this on the voter guy, but if you're an L.A. city voter, don't vote for Faisal Gill for city attorney. Good Lord. He wants to repeal most of the law. He will not prosecute anybody who gets a citation for unpermitted camping. Oh, my God. Who's financing yeah. these people? Uh, some huh? sort of lawyer from Porter Ranch named yeah. Faisal Gill. Faisal Gill. That's an wow. I guess his opponent is somewhat in agreement. He Heidi Feldstein Soto is. Uh, are, are they making these people in a factory? Where are these people coming from? They're taking over the government I I, seat I by seat. I never heard of this crap five years ago. I never heard of these philosophies. How the hell Even Chinbag in the story, Paul Corrette says he's supportive of these uh, anti-camping. Well, uh, the, the old timers we've attacked for years. Are, well, but this yeah, crowd coming in is Bri very dangerous. Brianna Cooper got knife, knife to death 40 times yeah, because of Corrette's policies. I mean, what?
the hell is wrong with everybody? This is not a debatable issue. Hard to believe. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Go by bang my head against the wall. Oh, World Series Game 3 is postponed. What? Rained out. You made that up. No, he did not. He did not. Uh. (laughs) Well, they'll have to play it eventually, so you just get another day tomorrow to watch Uh. it. One to one. It's an exciting series. Well, that's what you get when you... You saw those dopey stories that the Phillies win, the markets are going to crash, because that's what's happened in history when they win championships. No? Is that right? No, I I didn't know that. They haven't won that much. Well, 2009, right? And then we Uh had the, the mortgage meltdown. And there's a couple of other stories. I don't have the top of my head. It was a big That's story. That's because the, the Phillies uh, won the World Series. I didn't know that. Yeah, there, there's a definite connection between okay. who wins the Super Bowl and the World Series and what happens to the economy. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1980 was the last time, too. Uh, the, oh, yeah. 1980 was a bad economic year. That's right. Remember that, John? That was mm-hmm. when Reagan came in and the end of Jimmy Carter did, and all that. Did they win in 1929 by any chance? Yes. yes the they Philadelphia did. A's. <laughs> they did. They won in 1929. Yes. Philadelphia I forgot A's. that one. Uh, <laughs> We're doomed if they win this series. So root for the Astros. A, root for the cheaters. A, supposed to be a joke. Uh. <laughs> oh, here's another brief one for you. This is Casey Kasem in Hollywood with Billboard's Hot 100. Yeah. For the first time in history, all top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts are occupied by the same artist. Imagine that, John. <laughs> Remember how the Beatles were dominant in their day? They never had the top 10. No, they had the top five once. It's Taylor Swift. I just thought you'd like to hear. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, at least it's somebody who makes... She just put out a new album, I guess, and people are gobbling up the music. Well, at and... least it's somebody who makes real music and not, um, not rap nonsense. That's true. Although I heard her album. It is pretty good. Oh, it is? I don't mind her music. I Actually, just... one of her uh, one of her lines stuck in my head. Now listen to this. John listens to Taylor Swift songs. N- narcissism disguised as altruism. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good. What one. was she singing about? Do you know? I, or... I know. I, I, I Wokesters? No. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just heard the lyric and it stuck in my head, and I haven't been able to get it out of my head. Narcissism, because I think that describes a lot. A lot of the altruism you see actually is narcissism because I think hardly anybody in real life is altruistic. That's almost well, non-existent in human nature. But there's there's a narcissistic benefit if you pretend you're like that. We have a warning for you here from the John and Ken show. Put that finger down. Mm. If you pick your nose, you could be increasing your risk of developing Alzheimer's disease and related dementia. Bacteria can travel through the nasal cavities, olfactory nerve, streamline through the nose picking, reach the brain, and create markers that are a telltale sign of Alzheimer's, according to new research. A germ, and it, I think it, it, it looks like chlamydia, chlamydia uh, pneumoniae, a germ linked to respiratory infections, including pneumonia, use the olfactory nerve as an invasion path to assault the central nervous system. So cells in your brain respond to that attack by depositing something called amyloid beta protein, which is a hallmark of Alzheimer's. What about How all those about COVID sticks that were shoved up people's... Uh, oh, that probably pushed boogers right up into your brain. You're well, right. Yeah, because, because 
Oh, uh, we should do research. She's yeah. had a lot of COVID tests. Deborah um, Mark, maybe. No, a- uh, yeah, seven or eight. Because that hurt. What? I know. You had seven or eight toothpicks or toothpicks? Q-tips stick yes. up your nose? Yes, I did. There oh, you go. No. You're doomed. I am. Uh, pretty soon the news will I, not make uh, any sense. <laughs> what do you mean pretty soon? <laughs> oh. Less sense than now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're the first to show that uh, chlamydia pneumonia can go directly chlamydia. up the nose. You well, the why. word is C H L A M Y D I A, isn't it? Is it clam- I, I chlamydia? Want, no, I don't want chlamydia in my nose. Maybe it's chlamydia. No, it can I go directly up the nose and into the brain, where but it can set off pathologies a... that look like Alzheimer's disease. Is that related to the chlamydia you can get in your uh, well, I, uh, Harvey STD. Weinstein parts? I, I, that's I don't know. Uh. So the olfactory nerve system is an express that's route for correct. bacteria that's to just... reach the brain as it bypasses the blood-brain uh, barrier. I don't want to think about that. So... It's just that phrase, the blood-brain barrier. Ugh. So they have a uh, suggestion. Don't pick your nose. Thanks, Doctor. Picking, <laughs> picking your nose and plucking the hairs from your nose are not oh, a good idea. Who does that? Well, wait a second. What about, you know, people that have those 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 no, nasal hairs, nose hairs, whatever, that just kind of hang out? You're supposed to just let them and grow John and grow used to. I don't know if he still does. He used to have these hairs that hang down. You have to it. pluck those. I mean, well, I don't, nobody them. wants to see them. You oh. cut them. Yeah, you can cut them, right? You kind of trim them off at the nose, at the nasal. That's better they? than... You shouldn't... Yeah, like don't you... reach in there. No, but okay. Trim, well, she does plug. this. No, I don't do that. You Thank don't you seem like much. you'd have that problem. I don't. I'm not talking about myself. Where else? Well, you're very others. adamant, like somebody you know is doing it. Or... No, but I, I know I've, I've seen people, and then and then we're telling them, okay, it's okay to have the long nose hairs. No, we don't want that. I'd rather have the long nose hairs and get early dementia. Well, yes, because... but there's another way. I mean, you guys just said, okay, let's let's cut. Well, plus, they also have those them. little uh, nose trimmers. Yeah, but I'm just assuming. I'm assuming uh... that you're not supposed to put anything in there because well, you don't want to get Alzheimer's. I well, look, you're the one who had the eight COVID sticks. Well, I, so... there's nothing I can do about it now, except I won't have it again. <laughs> Maybe too late. <laughs> exactly. I'm up to checked. thirty-two. Thirty-two COVID you tests. Have, you've had 32. thirty-two Q-tips up your nose. Yes. No. Oh, I know you go to these events. Is that why you've yeah, been testing? Yeah, I, I still have to test every time I work an iHeart concert. Oh, my. Still? 32. Yes. Oh, Eric. Why don't they give it a rest? It might be safer than to do the anal swab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. By then, I'm doing an anal swab. I'll stick to the nasal. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24 hour KFI newsroom. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.